How did they do it? How did they do it? How did they do it? You're listening to the How Did They Do It podcast with Kostas Panayoto. Welcome to the How Did They Do It podcast, where you can join me in conversations with inspirational individuals who transform their own lives to find their own freedom. And the first guest in this podcast is uh, Mira Reis. Now Mira is supplying esoteric tools such as uh, Mongolian stones, Hebrew numerology and Chinese astrology, and she helps people to delve within themselves for the answers. And now we discuss the importance of vibrations, energy, everyone's quest to find personal harmony, or as Mira likes to put it in her own words, their own symphony. Now as a musician myself, I like her use of musical analogy. I do also agree with her that being in harmony with our inner energy, whether you call this vibration or something else, is crucial in understanding ourselves. But how do we apply this wisdom and knowledge in our day-to-day life as solopreneurs? While Mira speaks of people finding their symphony, I personally prefer to use a different musical term to describe the solopreneurial hustle. I often speak of one-man or one-woman bands in this context. Because, you know, as small business owners, we're often the singer, the guitar player, drummer, songwriter, producer in the band is to, to stay in that musical uh, uh, terminology. And this can be a bit overwhelming at times and uh, can take us away from our sense of inner freedom, which of course is the very thing we sought out by choosing a self-employed existence. So we often find activities which are crucial for our success, such as, for instance, showing up regularly online, making sales calls. We find that sort of stuff daunting. And while in our heads the issues are related to others and how they will react to us, I think in reality our problem stems quite often from our own ego limitations. And being too self-aware and preoccupied with what others will say is a source of stress, anxiety and very often failure. So by taking the time to regularly reconnect with the things that make us tick, we remind ourselves of our true purpose and our ego retreats with this insight. So when our values and purpose are aligned with our goals, habits and daily actions, that's when we find our inner freedom again. And this is how finding inner balance and harmony looks like. And this is where we find our inner symphony. So enjoy my conversation with uh, Mira over the next 40 minutes or so. And hello everyone, good um, good morning. We are live uh, again this time. I am honored to have Mira here with me, Mira Reis. And Mira, do I pronounce your surname right? Reis? Absolutely great, yes. Yes, yeah. So welcome to the show, uh, Mira. And can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and how you would describe the work that you do? Thank you very, very much. I am really honored to be guest here. And have you told me I am your first guest, so it's twice more important for me. So thank you for this. Have you said my name is Mira and everybody can hear that I am not English native speaker. And actually, you know, with my name, I took kind of advantage because when some people in England just seen my name in written form, they asked me, well, are you Mira or Myra? And I said, okay, you can call me Myra because Ra, you know, is a very important god in Egyptian mythology. It was like God of I sun. See. And I said, I, I, am, I am happy to be your sunshine. I would like to bring this happiness like sun is bringing. But pronunciation of my name is Mira, like miracle. And people love at this. 
And I started to use it later on like my slogan because I do believe, I know, that not me is Mira, but we all are miracles. And actually, That's wonderful. <laughs> this is actually my mission, you know, to encourage everybody to realize how important we are, not like our ego, but you know, like our personality, our deep, highest, ourself. We are really miracles and everybody has its important part in this huge, lovely symphony, put it in your uh, vocabulary, because without even one of us, the symphony wouldn't play the, the right uh, part. So this is very, very short about me. If you have any other questions, I'm happy to answer them. Excellent. So I heard some very interesting terms there, Mira. So symphony as a musician that my ears immediately spring up. Um, yeah, so it's about harmony then, isn't it? And you call, I think you, you call your, uh, your business, if you like, the Academy of Holistic Freedom. So can you tell me a bit more about it? I'm, I'm, I'm particularly interested in the sort of, in the use of the term freedom, because this is, uh, you know, a, a show about freedom, really about people finding their freedom through their activity. So tell me what it means to you and why you incorporate that in your name. Yeah, actually, to be honest, you know, I think freedom we already have, but we are not aware about this. Yeah? And I put holistic, you know, for some people, this uh, name is not so clear. So it means that I am talking about freedom on all levels. You know, we need to be free on all levels, especially in our mind and uh, I'm working a lot of this energy when we kind of synchronize and put everything in the harmony again, because I think it's the most important. And when we are in harmony, we are actually free. We have our freedom inside, but very often we forgotten about this. Yeah? You can, especially in this time, sometimes people feel like victims and, you know, blame everybody else. But actually, when we have time and sit down a little bit and calm and go inside, we realize that we are creator of our life. We are creator of our symphony. And this is my aim, you know, to, to support everybody to realize this freedom is actually in our heart, inside. But we need to find sometimes somebody who help us to, re to recognize, to reveal this deep freedom which we have. So, and this I love to encourage everybody to, to find the best way how to be free. And most important for me is to be free from our limitation because we have plenty of limitation in our mind. And then we create a lot of like cages around us. And one day we can realize that it's important we just take this cage out because doors are always open and we fly and be free like the like uh, birds in the sky. So this is yeah. my project. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think it's brilliant. I mean, I'm, I'm quite interested in your concept that freedom, I mean, the, the constraints to freedom are coming from our own mind, aren't they? Really, it's a mindset issue. Because in, in principle, we're all born free, aren't we? It's just that in, we are conditioned throughout our lives and the things we believe and we, perhaps things we've been told about ourselves in our early days that condition a little bit how we look at the world and everything else, and we end up losing our freedom. Would you agree this is more or less what is happening? Absolutely, absolutely. Have I said, you know, we, were, we, we have freedom here, but we put too much limitation. I, sometimes I put uh, example like onion inside is our freedom, and we put more and more and more, you know, layers. 
And then we are identifying with this, let's say the biggest, uh, you know, the skin outside. And we don't realize that inside what we really are, that we are free, we are already perfect, but we've forgotten this. You know, and this is kind of, I think the most important, especially I think, I think now to go inside and find this freedom, which we already have everybody. Yes, brilliant. And I know that you use a number of tools and I've seen uh, your video where you talk about sort of uh, the tools that you use, your toolkit, as you say, um, things like uh, Mongolian stones, Chinese astrology, Hebrew numerology. Are these sort of tools to help people achieve their freedom? Actually, you know, I was very fortunate during my life. You know, I, I had plenty of opportunities to meet people who had deep knowledge. But I thought I call this like wisdom because they were using this knowledge in their life. So they live it, you know, they really manifest this wisdom. It wasn't only in the intellectual level, but they live the, this wisdom. And this is my aim as well, to share my knowledge, my wisdom with other people. So when I met different uh, people from East part of uh, our world, so, and I was very fortunate, uh, my first like, let's say, main approach is called Dzogchen. It means in Tibetan language, total perfection. What means okay. that, that we all are already total perfect, what we were talking until now, but we forgotten, yeah? And so it's kind of aim to reconnect with this, our total perfection. Second tool, which I have, it's very uh, interesting because it's quite a rare approach. It's called Mongolian stones. And this is tool which can kind of help you to reconnect with your real nature. And uh, it was very, it is very ancient approach as well. And it was only, you know, transfer from teacher. It was, it was only women lineage directly to the disciple, which were like ready for receiving this knowledge. But you know, in this time, everything is open. And I was very fortunate. I met the lady. She, uh, I asked if I am ready. And she said, yes, you can do it. So she showed me how to do it. And I don't know if you would like to go deep in this or do you want to know more about this approach? Why not? Yeah, just, I mean, I guess the thing that I'm mostly interested in, in those are quite um, esoteric traditions, aren't they? Age old traditions. But they're also quite Eastern Asian, uh, you know, Middle Eastern traditions. How did you sort of get interested in, in that sort of stuff? It's not the evident sort of path, isn't it, for an East European lady like you? Definitely. You know, actually, uh, what I am doing, you know, I was studying sociology. I wanted, be, I wanted to be psychologist, but in my time, I'm from Slovakia. In this time, it wasn't very easy to, you know, to get on uh, at university because each year only 15 people was allowed. You know, they were thinking, when, when the students finished, what they will do. So it was quite clever. So I went to study sociology. But since I was, you know, young, I was uh, trying to uh, improve myself to study a lot of like this. So, you know, uh, information about ourselves. And this sociology, I, it was like my, my first background in science. Now I'm putting all together. You know, I know like, you know, like blind horse using like Eastern, Eastern. But I, I put it in the, let's say, current language and use all together. And why, why this is done? I think that I have quite kind of connection with this and I like the vocabulary, the approach, and it's, uh, I think I have connection. It's quite easiest way to say. 
and I really because I use it on myself and I realize they are very good tools to help others to, re to realize their deep, deep uh, talents, gifts. Because sometimes actually, you know, we are in the situation that we would like to really do some stuff and, you know, but we are like limited with, adults, uh, with our education, with our parents, school, so on. And we, didn't, we don't have opportunity to shine our real gifts. And these tools, which I have, helping people, you know, to reconnect or to reveal their unique gifts, which they really have, and then they can fulfill their deep, true calling. They can start to be, let's say, more free and more happy. Because in this time, a lot of people is, let's say, in the job, they are in the job, they are not very happy there, you know, they don't enjoy it. And I think it's very important when we love what we are doing, when we share our passion about this, you know, and we are passionate what we are doing, that everything is much easier and we can help others to fulfill their mission. So this is... That's quite powerful, isn't it? Yeah, that's, I, I really like sort of the, this idea. Um, so let's say I'm, I'm your client and Mira, when would you get, you know, you have all this stuff in your toolkit, like the Chinese um, astrology or the Hebrew numerology, when would you get them out of your toolkit? When you see me getting stuck or what is sort of the situation that you say, you know what, let's use one of my tools which are going to sort of help you. How would you use them? Yeah, definitely, you know, the, there are kind of steps and always I ask, you know, I explain my client, you know, what is this for and what they want to do, you know, to do just now. But of course, I can have kind of suggestion what is the best for them to use in this present moment, you know, because, you know, everything is changing. It's only one stuff which is really, which never changes that everything is changing. So tomorrow it will be totally different, you know, that our state of energy is always moving. So, and uh, let's say for these Mongolian stones are good kind of when people are, are stuck or they don't know what they will learn, you know, with, done, with uh, some situation. Let's say you, you have kind of situation in front of you and you are not sure, I go left or right, you know, you, you would like to make any decision. I am not like, you know, that I'm looking in crystal ball, but we are using these stones and uh, we are not asking like shallow question. Do I, am I going to left or right? No, we just ask, okay, if I decide to go this way, what kind of lessons I am going to learn? Yeah. And then we will find the okay. question answers. And then I tell you honestly, when people are really ready for this uh, approach, they say, oh, Mira, you know what? I knew this deep inside, but I didn't believe, you know, that. So I'm saying that these stones are very, uh, like, helpful to reconnect with our intuition, you know, that uh, you, you can hear the answer, which you really have somewhere, and this voice was very, 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 you know, very, very loud, you know, not loud, very, very slow and very silent, yeah. And this is very, let's say, like first step, but in this, with these stones, we can do different, you know, method, uh, like approaches, like when you, when you solve, uh, let's say, your connection with somebody, or you want to have any answer about your work, about your uh, spiritual development, you know, there is a lot of, a lot of approaches. So th this is like Mongolian stones. And Chinese astrology, again, this is, you know, this is so huge, uh, 
uh, knowledge, you know, I, 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 can, I can know everything, but I took uh, one very important part because for me, everything how I'm, I'm using, telling very often is like energy. And I like to, you know, uh, look uh, at everything like different vibration. And uh, in these approaches, they talk, they call this, uh, this different vibration like elements. Yeah. And these elements are, you know, connected with everything. You know, they're actually, you know, th this only, let's say, like a little bit typology of energies. And they are, you know, energies everywhere. So it's inside, outside, our mind, our emotion, our body. And so with this, we can, again, on the beginning, people can find their gifts. This is like first step or then second that we, what kind of energy is predominating in the mm -hmm. in the person and what is good you know to balance this harmony because the most important have we said at the beginning is harmony like in the music like everywhere yeah so this is a symphony as you said right so it's the same ideas in the symphony harmony yeah yeah definitely and so i would like to you know support people you know to find their own unique way because we are unique and you know that i'm supporting them to f to to realize that the best teacher, they let's say guru, is inside, you know, that not me, you know, not somebody outside, but only we. We are the best teacher, the only one person who can help us are only we. And this is my, you know, my approach to support people not to look. Of course, at the beginning, it's good to find somebody who can support you. But then, you know, yes, I need to follow my own heart, my information. Yeah, yeah, and this is a powerful message you're giving there, isn't it? Because you know people are there to support, but at the end of the day, uh, we do the work ourselves, isn't it? So what you do is really you're helping people to do their inner work, really. Just it's a tool, isn't it? Where you're you're the guide, shall we say, or you know people use different names, you know, to help people to find their freedom, to find the truth, to find their inner harmony and balance. And and I can see some similarities in the way you use all these uh, sort of Eastern tools with perhaps like someone like Carl Gustav Jung because he was doing that sort of stuff wasn't he, in his works and at a time where it felt all this stuff was a little bit uh, you know considered discredited you know um, astrology you know but he saw the benefits of it because for the same reason uh, as you just mentioned he saw it as a tool where you can help people to guide to take decisions to think in a more intuitive way about the life and sometimes we get stuck isn't it, if we are too rational about how we think about things yeah definitely and i love him you know his approach actually now i'm in the stage i am approaching one other approach which is like his four archetypes, which we already, you know, we have inside of us. And they are like, like I can give one uh, example, is like prostitute and queen, you know. Prostitute, then it's, we, we always, went, for example, in our job, you know, we are offering somebody and we say, okay, I'm here always for you. You can call me anytime. Or you can afford my, my services. Okay, I give you a discount. You know, that we are kind of, selling ourselves, you know, that not serving others like a queen. We, we actually learning the same because we are just manifesting, you know, our energy outside when we don't believe ourselves. So we, we are attracting the same people who don't believe to, towards to us. And this, you know, this is very important. Really, I love his approach and, you know, he spent a lot of time there and uh, use this uh, information. So I'm happy you, you mentioned him. 
Excellent. Yes, good. Because, yeah, I could definitely see the similarities there. We have a comment there from Keddy. It's more about sort of how to access the, the StreamYard. So, Keddy, it's good that you are with us. Yeah, no, StreamYard can be a little bit convoluted with the, um, uh, you know, getting on Facebook groups and everything. But I hope you're able to, uh, to, to, you know, to listen to our conversation as we speak. Um, and when the conversation is finished for you and for everyone else, it's going to be available for everyone to stream anyway. So, just giving some information there. Okay, so um, Mira, you, um, you sometimes also describe yourself as a well-being coach, I saw on your website at least. Um, again, it's a bit similar question to earlier, but don't you think well-being is something that we're kind of born innately, knowing what is good for us, but we kind of lose our way, aren't we, about what is good for us, what is our well-being, maybe because of circumstances or our lives or stressful jobs or um, things that take us out of, our, uh, out of harmony, perhaps, as you would say yourself. Would you agree with that? Is that something that is, again, innate in us, but we can regain it with some work? Definitely. Actually, to be honest, I, I, I was always like trying to find the best description for I'm offering. What for I'm offering is not so easy, but this well-being is actually now in, even in a dictionary, you can find that it is like happiness, which we have inside. And have we said before, we were born with this freedom, with happiness, with all this you know, qualities. And actually I like uh, to, to use example regarding happiness with babies. You know, when baby is born, when, when uh, she or he is uh, like fed and, you know, dry, it's happy, smiling without any reason. Yeah? But when baby is growing up, we, we try to learn, you know, teach him, her, but it's not so uh, we have to, of course, teach the way how to behave in this world. But then the child became like, become conditioned. Okay, when I said something very nicely, when I repeat, my parents became happy, you know, they clubbed me. So then we started to be conditioned. Then we start to be happy because, you know, we need a reason. Yeah, And we are losing this unconditioned happiness, freedom, love, which we have. And we are putting this, let's say again, this onion stuff or boxes more and more, you know, cages around us. But still this happiness is there. It's always there. I love uh, one uh, title of Buddhist uh, book is like, your enlightenment is already in your palm. You know, our happiness, our well-being, our freedom, we always have it. But we are not kind of able very often because of all this limitation what we put in ourselves, we are not able to reconnect. So definitely, I do agree with what you said, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's, that's something that I've been thinking for, uh, you know, for a long time, that actually most of the stuff that we as coaches and therapists are doing is kind of helping people to reconnect with themselves, isn't it? Just things that they kind of already know, but somehow lost the way, because life is, can be a little bit complicated sometimes, can get you out of your true self and out of your balance and harmony. Great. So speaking of balance and harmony, I'm, I'm just quite curious, Mir. You live on the lovely Isle of Man, and uh, last time we spoke, you were even outside, and it looks so stunning, sort of the view, the sea, in the background, and everything. So I take it it's it's, it's no particular place that you had roots. Was it a conscious decision to to move to the Isle of Man? Actually, to be honest, you know, how I said I was born in Slovakia. This is very small and really lovely country in the middle of Slovakia. We have lovely nature there. I'm nature lover. And actually here, you know, I 
you know, I, I like to be in the floor and, you know, my life brought me here and I came here. I had no idea that I will stay. Now I'm here five years. I thought that maybe I will here a couple of months and I go, but I really love it here because to be honest here, except the nature and, you know, I have this, I am blessed with uh, sea. I can see sea now when I watch, you know, out from my window. It is a little bit, you know, we can say that time is slipping here. You know, it's, you know, that because it's small, it's most like nature around and it's only 84,000 people here. We don't have like, you know, skies, rocks, you know, high buildings and so on. And uh, it's not like, I'm, you know, it's, it's slow here. When they said we have like traffic jam, I mean, even in Slovakia, we are small, but in capital Bratislava, in traffic jam, you are stuck there for an hour. Yeah, when you are going, let's say, I don't know, 20 minutes normally. Yeah, and here when it's traffic jam, you have five, you know, cars in front of you. You know, and it's it's very, you know, it's easy going, slowly, and I really love it here. And people are lovely here, and so I'm enjoying. So I, for people who don't know, actually, this is a small island in Irish Sea in between uh, UK and Ireland. And it is part of UK, but it's very independent, you know, so very, you know, they have like uh, own government, but of course it's under the in, uh, UK uh, rules, yeah. Brilliant, yes. And, and a, ni a nice place to be in. And I guess it, it fits with your whole philosophy of harmony and balance and, you know, uh, yeah, definitely. totally. Yeah, you, you, are, yeah. you are welcome to come and visit. Now you can, it's not too far anytime, so I will be happy to have you like a guest here. I might take you up on the offer. Thank yeah, you. really? I, I mean it, That's you know. <laughs> I do mean it. <laughs> okay. And um, something else that I thought uh, as we're talking here, Bir, and I've seen that um, Katie's comment earlier. Now I know. Katie is one of the people that I know, and I know she, she likes the Enneagram. Uh, that's something that uh, is, is quite used widely. Is that something you are familiar with, or is that something that has any similarities with what you do? I'm just thinking it's more of an intuitive tool, the Enneagram, and I know it has been influenced by, uh, by Hebrew philosophy as well. So, and, and since you're into Hebrew um, numerology and all that stuff, I'm just wondering, is it something that you have come across on your path? Yeah, a little bit, yes, because again, it's about vibration. And I didn't talk about this Hebrew numerology because, you know, I, I do love it. It's again based on vibration and uh, Hebrew language is like sacral, you know, uh, language because it is based on the, you know, on the real vibration of the, let's say, universe. And it's, uh, they have like 22 letters and each letter has a number and is representing different vibration. It's like, our, like let's say DNA, and it's everywhere in whole universe. And uh, the, this numerology, which I'm working with, is about the name, which you were born with, which you have in your birth certificate. And it means that what kind of vibration you took for this lifetime, you know, to, to learn, to go through them, to bring, you know, like more alive, manifested. And there is like, uh, uh, we can count your, uh, let's say like challenges, let's say what you, you came here because you would like to learn this, then your talents. So you can go through these challenges using your talents and your, let's say, like goal, what you would like to do. And we are talking about like physical level and spiritual level. This uh, 
physical level it's more connected when we are younger when we develop like children you know until 30 plus let's say and then this spiritual is going more important but they are interconnected you know, like, like everything yeah and there we have when we could put all these numbers together we have like our soul destiny or our mission why we are here but this is mostly like about our inner you know our let's say somebody is good like uh, bringing uh, you know more information from let's say universe but they are actually our information you know and you know share this other other one is like catalyst or teacher or you know the different roles if somebody is like grounded with this earth and you you know can help other people to through this let's say unstability so on this is really really i love this uh, approach so this is kind of short description i can talk all day so but <laughs> Yeah, you're clearly passionate about it, but that's what you do, isn't it? That's who you are as a person, and that's how, dare I say, that's how you find your freedom as a person, right? By doing this sort of stuff, because I can tell, for me, uh, finding freedom is about being in your element, isn't it? It's about being in tune with who you really are, your authenticity, um, and, and for you, I can tell it has a lot to do with the idea of harmony, of vibrations, of, um, you know, of, of of using these esoteric tools in, in, in the same way uh, to help other people to find their, their harmony and, their, and to be in tune with the vibrations. Speaking of these vibrations, just perhaps can you give us a little bit more clarity because I know it's really important to you. What does that mean to you, this, this whole idea of um, vibration? Okay. You know, I like to use this uh, example from Chinese astrology, which is very easy. Uh, they are talking about five elements, you know, we have this approach in different, uh, you know, approaches, Tibetan medicine as well, you know, Western philosophy, but this is very easy. I like to use this one. So let's say that we have like wood. Wood is uh, feeding fire because we, without wood, we can't have fire. When fire done, we have ashes, what is like earth element. In earth element, we can find metal. And in metal, uh, when it's cold on metal, it's water condensed, condensed. You know, this is like circle, which is bringing like each element to be born. And water is, let's say, like mother for wood. And we are going again, you know, so this is like, this is one process when it's like born, you know, that about birth. When we go back, it is like, uh, let's say, fire is a child of the wood but it's, it's draining a little bit. It's taking energy, you know, uh, from the wood. Do you understand me? And so this, each element, they have different connection. I'm not going too deep. But this is only, uh, we would like to say about, let's say, density and about quickness frequencies of the energy, you know, how to describe. When uh, uh, I think it's very easy to understand, let's say, wood, what in our philosophy could be like air, which is very, you know, quick. Uh, very, you know, spread everywhere and opposite is earth, you know, earth is condensed and slow, you know, and when, when we talk about air, you can find people like this predominant air or wood uh, element, there are people who are quick, who are very, you know, uh, enthusiastic, who, who it's like uh, they have a lot of uh, new uh, ideas, they are innovating, and, but for them to calm down is not so easy, you know. And airs are, you know, they are stable, you know, usually a little bit uh, bigger, yeah. They don't care, you know, leave me and so on. 
Of course, right. we all have all these elements inside us, yeah. But yeah. it depends. Sometimes, you know, really, you can see somebody who has only one predominant element, but usually we have mm -hmm. two or three in combination. And it depends in which, let's say, season we are, because uh, each season is connected as well with different elements. So let's say spring is like wind; everything is starting, and we are going back to the water, which is like winter. Yeah. So and. This everything is kind of interconnected together. And when we know about this, and for example, you know that you are earth element, for example, yeah, and now is winter, which is water element. For you is good because uh, earth is element, which is kind of controlling water. When you have lake, we have water, we have earth ally, uh, you know, so it's keeping. It means that water could kind of, drain you because you over control the water and then your earth element is going a little bit down so and we can let's say balance uh, this energy inside us in different way definitely with our lifestyle you know our diet our emotion you know we, we know that let's say water is connected with fear and earth it's as well it's kind of worries so when we have too much of this we need opposite you know, which is like courage. It's still the, the same element, but it's like only our dualistic mind is even giving, you know, this, uh, let's say, uh, label. But this is still the same. But when we know the, the way how to, let's say, flip this uh, uh, energy and start to use a positive, uh, uh, let's say, uh, quality in our life, everything is going easier. I know it's maybe a little bit complicated but this is my aim kind of uh, uh, support people to realize that everything is energy everything has different uh, vibration and when we are aware about our you know energy about our vibration about other people we can uh, more we can understand them better and be more compassionate toward them you know and d see all this vibration everywhere around us yeah, that, that, that's a really powerful message there, isn't it? Sort of, um, really, all this work that we are doing is, is helping us, obviously, but also helping us to connect with others at the end of the day, to communicate better with others, and to um, you know, and and to be like you said, more compassionate, more empathetic, and realizing you know what people are different, but that's actually that's okay because we're all all these different types. Sometimes into one, sometimes predominantly one, but. And I liked also when you were talking, you were making this cyclical movement almost because it's almost like a cycle of the seasons coming back. And I find that quite appealing, this whole sort of um, uh, connection, you know, with nature and uh, the cyclical seasons and everything. And I think in many ways our lives are quite similar, isn't it? We go through cycles, they're more or less like similar types perhaps, uh, you know, that you can find because, I don't, you know, we're not aliens, we're not humans, so there are things that are coming back but they come in a slightly unique form because we're all different from each other. And, you know, we, we tend to repeat some of these patterns, others repeat some others. But really, if you have an understanding about the big whole, then you kind of have also more empathy and understanding about, you know, I get where they're coming from. You know, they're different, um, uh, sort of, a, they're coming from a different type of energy. And I guess that's a little bit the Enneagram that I mentioned earlier. That's kind of the idea, the idea behind that as well. And actually, you know, you, what you said is very important, you know, actually everything in our life, you know, it's, it has 
starting and you know ending and it's going like in spiral yeah sometimes we are in this circle like you know this hamster in the you know but when we are in spiral you can we can develop and i think this is very important in our life when we realize this you know that always is this change and we accept it you know because when we are happy and everything is going in our our way what may you know it's it's easy to accept it but of course everything is starting and you know begin you know beginning and end good and bad you know it's yin and yang it's always like this and when we realize this and we accept changes and accept like what we call bad you know situation like our lesson to be to developed because actually without these troubles we can't develop we will be like i saying like rose you know in the pot waiting when we you know no, no trouble is coming no lessons is coming we can we can't change so this is very important i'm happy you, you told it and actually i think uh, in the music the same you know the d different vibration different tones that's a good point yeah it's a similar principle it's the too. same absolutely you know you yeah. can find this mm. everywhere you know everywhere so and i think our, on one side it could it could looks like very difficult but when when we become like familiar with this with this process it's much easier in our life to approach okay now you know now it's uh, autumn outside it will be winter not very nice weather in our you know in our world but what we can do it's alive yeah so yeah thank you that you that you mentioned this yeah brilliant excellent well mira that was been a, has been a very fascinating talk i'm very pleased um, that, that you know we had this opportunity to discuss all this stuff because i think there is a lot of similarities about how i think about uh, things even though i sort of you know generally uh, operate in different fields that, than than you do but we, we kind of uh, i think have similar ideas about you know how you know to help people how to help people find the freedom their balance and just being more themselves and the well-being which i think is a really important in our quite stressful today life unless you live on the isle of man of course <laughs> okay so um yeah i guess last question for you mira can you tell people where they can find you online and i also know that you are doing a course at the moment can, can you tell us a little bit more about this course okay thank you very much and oh yep uh, i am on you know different social medias facebook linkedin and if if you, you would be so kind i can maybe send you my link tree when people can find all my all my connection if it'll be okay with yeah. you please do yeah I will be very happy to rec to connect with everybody and we can have a lovely talk and you know to find the best way how I can support others to find their unique way how to work with their inner true wisdom. And thank you asking me about my uh, course. This is quite very important for me to be honest because one year ago I had even trouble to put my picture on the Facebook. Yep. Sorry, I did put it maybe three years ago. I I wouldn't, but one year ago I was. I never ever went like live. You know, I, any video, nothing about me. I had one picture which I use everywhere, white and black. You know, white and black. But then I, you know, I realized I knew it this long time that I am the best brand for my service services. Then I need to change my approach because you know I didn't want to go live, you know, because I didn't feel like comfortable because of my language, age. I don't know if I will remember everything and so on. But then uh, I was like 
I said myself, okay, I have to change. And actually November 17, last year, I went for my first ever, ever talk, you know, live. I didn't even have like question or anything. And I when I, I was talking, you know, what I love, what we are talking now, I really enjoyed. I said, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, my fears, my ego, which was putting inside. Then maybe one month later, I went first time like live on Facebook on one group where I was talking only on my own. And then I said, okay, really, this is only about my ego limiting me. And I, you know, I found shortcuts how to change this mindset, which I had for ages, you know, ages. I had even trouble really put put picture on mine to anybody. I was traveling in Scotland some years ago and I took like uh, in the nature and I took plenty of pictures but I was it was no picture with me and everybody thought have you ever been here there because we can't see you so this was my approach I didn't want to be visible but then you know after this when I did this let's say like big shift in my mindset and I find different approaches how to change so I said I need to help others because I know exactly I was ages, you know, ever afraid to go live. So, and I did this course, which is called how to stop to have fear of being visible on social media. And I called it like three F strategies, strategies, sorry, from, because we have fear and we want to have fun making videos. So when in between is like flick the switch. And this is an online course which you can do on your own pace. There are some videos, some workbooks, uh, there are some meditation as well, like affirmation. And I think it's very useful because I was talking to many people and they said, yes, Mira, we needed this. And especially, you know, in this time, without this, we we can even survive, you know, without being visible. So thank you for this opportunity I could tell about this. Thank you. You are more than welcome, Mira, and, and here you heard it first, your ego gets in the way sometimes of, um, you know, when you worry about your visibility online, so, um, you know, Mira can help you to um, to get rid of your ego. So, thank you so much, Mira, it was an absolute pleasure, and um, I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you very, very much. It was very, very, very pleasure, and I hope we can talk again. Okay, have a lovely time. Bye-bye. You are listening to the How Did They Do It podcast with Kostas Panayotou. Should you have a story you would like to share about how you find your own freedom and clarity of purpose, then please email me at kostasthecoach at gmail.com. Likewise, you can follow me on kostasthecoach.com website for weekly articles helping and inspiring entrepreneurs to find accountability, freedom and purpose in their lives.